0: Hello, and welcome to the Next Step Help podcast with me, your host Jack, and fellow co-host Sam, who are both mentors on the nextstephelp.net website. Today, we're gonna be talking about how to truly quit porn. So to start off with, let's understand why porn is so bad for you. Sam, would you like to tell us about the mental side of porn?
1: Right, so watching pornography is extremely bad for your mental health, your attention span and overall emotional stability when you watch porn for the first time i would like to say when you're 18 but let's be honest it's gonna be when you're 9 10 11 like you are gonna be like absolutely overwhelmed by just seeing a pair of boobs right and i think i think we can all relate to that uh being like 10 on the internet and looking up boobies in google and that's how it starts isn't it And eventually, especially over the years, you become desensitized to that kind of thing. And so only certain videos will do it for you. You'll develop fetishes, you'll develop kinks. You won't be able to enjoy real sexual activity or realistic sexual videos even because your stimulation will have just been blown out of the roof over the years. And... The, ca- the dopamine reaction from pornography usage is just below that of cocaine. So when we do pleasurable activities, when we're stimulated to pleasurable things, you know, alcohol, weed, whatever, our dopamine levels rise. And that, that's what makes those things pleasurable, right? Our body like wants them, it needs them, our brain's like, yes, take that, take that, take that. Same with sugar, loads of things. And so when our dopamine levels rise, like they do with porn, which is just below and when our dopamine's level levels rise because of porn they come just below that of cocaine so it's it's a very similar reaction in that brain area when that happens our brain goes this is this is too much dopamine the, there's too many there's too many of this too much of this chemical in our brain and so what it does is it detaches some of the dopamine receptors so that it doesn't overstimulate us and our brain doesn't overheat or explode or something right And so similar to how if you're using a computer and you up the graphics on a game or you have 80 million windows open, it will just crash the computer because it doesn't want it to break or overheat. And so because these dopamine receptors are disconnected, it means that normal everyday activities are far less pleasurable because your brain is used to having those dopamine levels at massively high levels. And that's why we develop shorter attention spans and we we watch far more stimulating content when we are addicted to for a long time and a hundred percent so jack do you want to take because it's unfortunately it's not just like a a mental psychological problem there are physical issues too isn't that right
0: are physical issues and before i do that i did want to bring up that this unfortunately some of the the consequences of watching porn can be one of the most detrimental things for your self-improvement journey so one of the key things on your journey that you need to you need to control and it's pretty much what will set you apart from like 99% of you know everyone else is can you control where your attention goes mm. and of course this gets just stolen away by porn because you're not controlling where you're at it's the porn that's controlling you it's taking you out of your body into something else and that's how it wins yeah so i was i'm going to talk about the physical benefits so they they talk about having you know, more energy, you can have better sleep, more enjoyment of real sex. There's none of this weird, you know, novelty, novel, weird, kinky crap going on. And like fundamentally, do you want your penis to work properly? If yes, then stop watching porn. It's mm. pretty much that simple. You know, premature ejaculation, you know, impotence where you can't get it up, erectile dysfunction, all that sort of things is tied with porn. And, Sam and I, this is, this is not anecdotal evidence. If you go to yourbrainonporn.com, you'll be scrolling until your trackpad dies out because there's that much research into how bad porn is. Mm. And it's just such a shame that nobody knows. Nobody's talking about it. This is what we're trying to do. We're trying to understand, get people to understand how bad porn
1: is for you. Well, to go off topic for just a second, it really pisses me off that... Nobody. T- There's all this research on yourbrainonporn.com, <laughs> and yet everyone cites the research that, like, the one paper that's like, you will get prostate cancer if you if you if you don't 100%. masturbate, right? Yeah. Or or the or the ones that are like, oh, porn is good for you. Okay, right. Who do you think's funding those studies? God, this is know. this is something that, that 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 pisses me off beyond belief, right? Because, of course, the media. And uh, who is funded by money and porn, who is makes more money than the NFL and I think the, the NHL combined or something. It's absolutely ridiculous. They make so much money. It's unbelievable. Of course, they're going to fund research which encourages pornography. And so the the research which shows the truth, and that is that psych- psychological issues with pornography is Shoved away to this website, which, to be honest, your brain on porn. I'm surprised it's not on the bloody dark web by now, with with how much yeah, like yeah, yeah. censorship there is and stuff. I mean, I've gone a bit of conspiracy theory there, but listen, guys, we are we're growing as a community of people who who despise despise mediocrity and despise pornography. We are growing, but we are still the minority. So just be careful. Don't let don't let the overwhelming wave of normalcy convince you to just hurt yourself exactly just because everyone else is doing
0: it doesn't mean it's right Mm. and with the with the thing of like there's this much research that says it's bad and all this you know funny stuff there was one paper which everyone clings to that says vaccines cause autism yeah and thanks to that one guy we've now got a bloody pandemic on our hands which doesn't seem to want to go away that might be slightly run out of water, but you know we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Yeah, it's it's, so, it's it's a
1: very it's it's just yeah it, it's a very good point.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so Sam, yeah, why have people in the past say say someone comes up to you and they go, "I tried to quit porn, but I failed." Mm. What what are you gonna say to them? What are you gonna give them to try and help?
1: Okay, so first of all, I would say that. A big problem is that you still view yourself as someone who watches porn. Self-image. I mean, I've just started reading Psycho-Cybernetics and that book goes on about self-image and how it completely controls every outcome of your life. If you believe that you're someone who still dabbles in pornography or someone who has a porn addiction, okay? Then you are- your body is gonna react to that mental image and it's gonna happen, right? Uh, Another thing which we spoke about in our critique of NoFap video is if you're constantly obsessing over your streak over The fact that oh, I don't watch porn anymore guys, and you think that's really cool I mean, I remember when I first got on NoFap (laughs) I was like I I hopped into the discord call after like a seven-day streak and I was like boys I have an announcement. I am no longer watching pornography and everyone was like why? What what was- and every day I was like god, I'm so cool because I don't watch porn. It's not true first of all okay
0: well well are we it is, well it's pretty cool oh
1: ah, yeah but... it is pretty cool but if you keep telling people that they're not gonna think it's cool they're gonna think you've got a problem right Exactly. Uh, yeah. so don't 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 make it apparent unless you're with your brothers another ep- excellent episode to watch is the episode on brothers versus friends uh, i promise i'm not just plugging it <laughs> another reason you will f- you, you might fail is you just don't do the fundamentals of self-improvement. So you're not eating properly. You're eating a load of junk food. Um, you're not sleeping well. That can make you irritable, which makes you want to release really stress, right? You're lonely. You haven't. You you're not. You're not feeling any connection with other human beings. And and that's that's something that porn does very efficiently. Is it artificially creates kind of corporate. Disgusting pseudo human connection, which is which can be taken like a drug, and that's why it's so addictive. They've effectively done what everyone jokes about. We're like, Oh, we've made love a, a drug that you can inject into your arm, and it's not as good as love. Trust me, trust me, it, it's false, it's fake, it's two sided coin. I mean, Jack, do, do you have any other reasons that people might try to quit porn and fail? Yeah, well, I, I sort of think this is a good time
0: to actually bring up how you should quit porn, and um, I think. There's a there's a really good book called How to the Easy Way to Quit Smoking by somebody who wrote it in the 1970s, but it's still true today. And fundamentally, it's the one notion which is you, you willpower doesn't work. You can't muscle your way through it. And this is one of the un, like uncommon things that happens, and therefore no, everyone believes they'll just they'll just bully themselves through their streak until eventually they don't need it anymore. Mm. But it's this that identity shift of oh, I'm just gonna do it not today. I'm just gonna, which still like reaffirms in your head that you are somebody who watches porn instead of someone who does not. And what you've got to understand to quit porn, which is what it brings up in this book, is porn is keeping you from your freedom. Mm. And I'm gonna just say that again because it's so true. Porn is keeping you from your freedom, and this is something you need to emotionally and intrinsically understand you're never going to be free, never going to be able to realize your true potential, show yourself true and like love fully in this world. If you're kept down by compulsions and of course some compulsions, you know, are true, like we need sleep. We need to eat, we need to exercise, Hmm. but excess, you know, social media, porn, junk food. These are the compulsions, which are holding you back. And this it's hilarious how easy it actually is. So you, you understand this notion you you think this is keeping me from my freedom and i mean you can he doesn't he doesn't say in this book stop watching porn immediately don't willpower but you can keep watching porn as you affirm to yourself that this is stopping your freedom and after enough times of that i mean it could literally be one you go oh my god this is this is running my life i, I can't be doing this mm. It's that shift, which you just don't want to do it again. You'll get to the point where you you don't see it as an option. You see it as like chopping off a foot. Like you wouldn't do that in everyday life. You're just not going to do it.
1: So what do you think are some actionable steps to kind of take that mentality and philosophy and build it through daily habits or daily rituals?
0: Well... Be very mindful and conscious. So I recommend writing down that porn is stealing my freedom
1: mm.
0: on pretty much as many post-it notes. Well, maybe not as many post-it notes because <laughs> your house will be covered, but in your journal, in your post-it notes, and you stick them on your mirror. You know, at your, at your computer, so you see them often. You keep thinking, "Oh my God, this is this is true." And the mind doesn't believe, doesn't doesn't understand the difference between like a, a truth and a lie. It just accepts what you give into it. And this is something that it talks about in how to think and grow rich, and I think in psycho cybernetics. Mm. And if you keep reaffirming to this, this is also true. Don't it's, it's not just a bogus statement. It's stealing your freedom as you go through, you know. You know your your day to day life. It will become such a true part of your life. And as you're, if you are watching Paul Moore doing this, there'll come a point where you're just looking at yourself and you're going, "I just don't want to do this anymore." Mm. And this is one of the big things. So brainwashing is something that's given out by probably some of the big porn companies. Mm. So they give you this idea that stop quitting porn is hard. And this unfortunately is something that is also said in the no fat. So if you believe quitting porn is hard, then yes, quitting porn will be hard. Mm. You know, there's all this stuff you've got you've to give up, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is all brainwashing to keep you in the cycle. So, you've got to believe that it's easy. You can watch it once, decide that it's killing your freedom, and stop. I know this is quite hard to sort of understand, but I'd recommend trying it and going through. Maybe give yourself a period of two weeks, and you decide that this is the last time I'm watching porn. You decide it's killing your freedom. I want to be free. Done. Then you're free for pretty much however, well, as long as you want to be free, which I'd recommend be most of your life, you know, from that point onwards. I was yeah. a bit contradictory. But yeah, and you've gotta you've gotta not understand that it's a sacrifice. Giving up porn is not a sacrifice. Watching porn is the sacrifice. Mm. You're sacrificing where you could be, your hopes, your dreams, your 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 wishes for this shitty, you know, B B W woman on a, a black and orange website. It's not worth it. It's a hundred percent not worth it. Mm. Yeah. Do you have anything to add about that? Do you wanna do to ask? Well, to so clear it up
1: well the brainwashing is something i'm interested in so is there any ways in which you think society pushes us towards a narrative that sort of tells us that watching porn is is okay and and normal and and i i just want to clarify that i do think porn, watching porn okay, it's not okay for you, okay, it doesn't matter about anyone else, don't let anyone else tell you that it's, It's. I mean, let them tell you the, the facts, which is, it's bad for you, it, it, it's bad for you, and acknowledge that it will be bad for you, but don't, don't put yourself down if you do watch it by mistake, okay, don't put yourself down if you're, if you're a still habitual porn user, because if you're watching this or listening to this podcast, you're already so much further ahead than most porn users, okay, and, so my question to you to reiterate would be does society in some way tell us that it's normal and good for us to constantly watch porn and constantly masturbate
0: i don't yes well fundamentally yes there's not enough things out there that are saying it's bad like that we all know that we all agree upon such as why why the small research of why it's bad has been you know shunned away it's been Mm. like half the people listening probably don't even know about the website which is pretty much the no fat bible yeah And if it's the bible you should probably go read it mm. you know maybe <laughs> but it's the idea that porn is a taboo and what taboo in your head it creates a sort of a need and ooh, something that's cheeky you crave it and as you go through you think it's you know dirty and cheeky so nobody speaks about it it's not a common accepted thing and through this you actually get more addicted to it so it doesn't become a habit it becomes an addiction Hmm. which is another reason that people do, you know, stay on porn, which is they get cravings about, or they they believe that the reasons that they do fap are, you know, you know, I'm bored or it relieves stress. And fundamentally, this is not true. This is something that you've been told. If you were to, to, to fap and then do it, you would see, that these aren't actually real like side effects. You don't get more relaxed after fapping. You don't get more, like less bored. It's just uh it's another brainwashing that's been given to you. Mm. And through the understanding that this is causing like destroying your freedom, you'll see through it and you'll be able to go and get, you know, through it. And the point that I really wanna dig home with the idea is the people who are you know long time mm. users of porn they've been doing it for years if they still believe that having a having a you know fapping having a wank is going to make them less bored or less anxious they just don't get those results mm. somebody who's on that long of a journey you know deep into the hole doesn't get those same consequences or those benefits that you think you get mm. and if that doesn't happen then it's not true
1: exactly do
0: you want to do you want to build on a sort of social enormity, I want to put in quotation marks.
1: Well, I think we were all told as kids, and it's probably a re- reaction to hardcore Catholicism, which I also think is or, or like that Catholic mindset, maybe even just Christian, that, you know, you're in the 1920s, your grandmother's caught you masturbating and suddenly you're on your way to hell, okay? that that's That's a very bad narrative. That's equally as bad. And so there's probably been an opposite reaction to this, in society ever since the kind of de theological um, state has become a thing you know the atheist state or at least agnostic has become very prominent and and so it's almost a reaction against those old condemnings of of masturbation and and almost sexual freedom in a way and there we instead of going okay you know you never ever in, in society go we're just going to stop in the middle it's a complete opposite reaction, okay? You can see that in so many places in throughout history. And so, the... You know, we're on the other side of the spectrum now, to, to in, in a view of, of porn and sexual freedom. And I think that masturbation should not be condemned in that way. It shouldn't be condemned that badly. It, it's not something that would be helpful. It's like the war on drugs was not helpful for drug addicts. Okay, that wasn't a helpful thing. That just put more people in jail that had mental health problems. We don't want a war on, on masturbation. We want maybe the porn industry and the providers of pornography. They're not very good because they they do fund these studies and, and push out this normalization of fetishization and what eventually makes people feel very mentally unstable. But the- the idea that masturbation is evil just isn't true. It's- it's not true. Porn, maybe, but masturbation, no. And- and so, if you do find yourself relapsing again, don't- first of all, don't listen to the NoFap community, uh, or at least that very negative side of it that will go like, you- you have lost everything, you're back to square one. Shut the fuck up. You have not lost everything. Okay, I can tell you my personal story here. So I had a nofap streak for the entirety of my 17th year on this planet. So I think it started on... Yeah, it started on... My birthday or something. Oh no, it was just after my birthday. Okay, so not the whole of my 17th year on this planet. Most of it. So it was like 10 days after my birthday. 26th of July. Until... Like the 3rd of August or something. When I broke that streak... I Thought that I was back to who I was when I was like 16 and I was like really depressed for like a week I wouldn't go outside. I wouldn't talk to people because I'm like, listen I've gone back to being a kuma a porn addict everything sucks and all that did was make me, you know, fall to the The effect which makes you so you just relapse the chaser effect So you just relapse loads and loads in like a week and that that didn't help Okay, that that is what brings you back. So as we've said millions of times, you don't focus on the streak. You focus on the c- total days free from porn. For me, having almost a year completely free from porn and masturbation was c- an incredible achievement. But because of that idea that I need to maintain a streak, I was completely bummed out even though I'd, I'd basically run an entire ultra marathon.
0: Yeah. 100%. So I think I think yeah, you just gotta understand that porn is the real bad guy. Mm. Masturbation like turns out I don't know how true this is. I think it's true, but in the Bible it was a mistranslation that masturbation was a sin, mm. and it turns out it was a dude who decided not to impregnate his brother's wife after the Lord demanded him to.
1: Just something random, so yeah.
0: Something like that, and we just got misquoted to said oh masturbation's a, a sin, but porn like. The, the effects of porn is so much worse than the effects of masturbation. I mean, masturbation fundamentally can be healthy if you do it
1: healthily. Well, I wanted to ask you, because we both read the book, No More Mr. Nice Guy. And in that book, Dr. Glover talks about healthy masturbation. And I was wondering if you wanted to expand on that and how it is completely different from porn and how, what he says to do.
0: Yeah, well, he brings up the idea. So you've got to learn in in this book it teaches you how to get what you want out of life and it does this through through asking and through being like true and just saying your needs your needs are completely true and they they exist and they need to be voiced to get what you want there's no covert contracts no you know sneaky manipulation and he brings up the idea that you should learn to to find what you like to do and he does this through you know teaching you effectively how to masturbate and. Mm. I mean, fundamentally, this is something we should have been taught in school. Yeah. And I've got a book called The Multi-Orgasmic Man, and it talks about the idea that masturbation can be a form of self-love. You can cultivate love in your body. And it does have a caveat, which is it, it recommends, or the idea is not to waste your semen. Hmm. So you can have an orgasm without the ejaculation period. And the ejaculation period is where you get the negative effects of masturbation. But because it's such a taboo, everyone just thinks that is, you know, the orgasm is, you know, you, you come, you ejaculate. And it's from that that you feel drained. You lose so much energy. The en- the amount of energy, like half of it, that could produce a life, a human being you just expelled from your body. No wonder you feel shit.
1: Mm. No
0: wonder you feel, Ooh. And there's a common trope of the man, you know, goes over on his wife, they have sex, and then he collapses and goes to sleep. Yeah. That's not meant to happen. Well... So you can... Well, no, not really.
1: Well, I don't know. I think I think that is meant to happen, because you are literally using the power to generate an entirely new yeah. being. If, if if they're doing that for
0: the purpose of having a baby. Yeah. But if it's, you know, regular sex, then it's just a waste of your energy. It's a waste of your seed.
1: Yeah. But I, I actually disagree with you, there. I, I don't think I have a problem with... Um, I have a problem with hookup culture. I don't think it's it's helpful at all. I just I don't think it's helpful for male female relationships. But I don't think I have a problem with you know loving emotional sacred sex with someone that who you love, and I think it, it, ejaculation is a, is a part of expressing that, and and probably quite a big part. It is literally because of the way the man collapses. It is the crescendo, and so. I actually disagree with you there i don't think that ejaculation should only take place when trying to reproduce i know there are a lot of people who do believe that who are very big in the semen retention community and i totally understand the thought process behind that but i think that's just far too strict to be honest
0: well i i I do believe that you can there are ways of physically saving your semen and you can have multiple orgasms Mm. that build on each other and that can be the crest but you do need to Understand that ejaculating is a is, it's expending your energy where you may not need to. Okay, if that makes sense.
1: Well, I just want to go back quickly to the idea of healthy masturbation because
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of people may hear that and go, "Oh, it's fine. I can just quit porn. I, I can still, you know, smack the chicken eighteen times a day or whatever." Right, miss miss. Dr. Glover in the book, No More Mr. Nice Guy, I'm not sure about the multi-orgasmic man, I haven't read that yet. He talks about how you shouldn't masturbate to any kind of fantasy. You should just masturbate in the complete present moment. Now, I was really curious about this, and I know I've got my porn addiction on, on lockdown, right? I'm not I'm not going back there anymore. That That's that's for sure. Um, at least not to uh, nowhere near the extent. You know, I might relapse once, and, and I'm not going to try and deny that, but it, it's a complete tangent. Um... I've tried this, it's extremely difficult to actually do this. I think my, my record was like 10 seconds of being completely in the present moment. It is absolutely insane, you need insane self-control, insane awareness got gained from years of meditation in order to be able to just completely stay in the present moment when your brain wants to think about all the porn videos you've ever seen and all the sexual experiences you've ever had. And so, although he talks about healthy masturbation and I think it's almost a meditative exercise in that regard, I wouldn't recommend it for people who are just trying to quit porn because all it's going to do is push you back there.
0: Mm, mm. And that is something that the Monty Man teaches you. It's about self-love. So you've got to be present. You've got mm. to feel you know, everything in your body. How does it feel? You know, that sort of thing. And I do think that it's, it's, it can be quite hard if you're trying to, you know, do two things at once. So quitting porn is the fundamentally the first step would you agree Sam? yeah so that is that is where we you know hit the focus hit it home the stuff we talked about in this podcast it's on that thing and you know just you won't believe how much of a difference it makes you can read all of the all of the uh page and pages of research on how bad it is but until you try it you you just won't know and how ignorant can we be if the fact that, like, it's literally just below crack cocaine, a class A drug, something that can put you in prison for just possession. And we're doing this thing with, yeah, it's all fine, you know, blah, blah, blah. No mm. no taboo. Yeah. There's literally just a pop-up window that says, are you over 18? Mm. And three-year-olds could click yes. Yeah, like,
1: yeah that's... Is, is that
0: is that not like easily one of the biggest problems there is
1: so we're gonna go right. I, I can tell we're gonna go into a bit of a rant section here and i'm, I'm very much down for it i used to be a mm-hmm. swimming teacher for kids between the ages of four and 12 and you know obviously i teach them and they're really innocent i'm really happy to just hang out with them because they're really fun and youthful and full of life and the idea that even one of those kids that i taught had seen porn makes me want to actually cry and punch through a wall it just it's absolutely enraging and and and, i I don't have any words that's i just have to i had to say that it's
0: yeah it's it's one of the saddest things to think about like kids that are that young that pure and that that free and that loving Mm. they haven't been like socially conditioned yet Mm. can click on that and just just throw it all in the bin yeah Get yeah, addicted that early, not understanding the real negative side effects mm. and what it's doing. And they that young doing that is just really, just sad to I, think about. I, Honestly, I, it would be a really good Halloween story. <laughs> Reading your brain on porn would terrify the shit out of me nowadays. Yeah. I would, I worse than scary. Well, what,
1: what, what, I mean, what did they teach us when we were in in sex education in school? I mean, I remember getting taught that. You have to wear a condom. Make sure the other person consents. And not there was nothing about about masturbation for men or women. And imagine and, and nowadays you know if I was a teacher and I had to teach sex ed and I was free from like the system and the whatever they they the teaching course, I would just get them. I would just do a presentation on on all the research and in your brain on porn. And those kids would not touch porn. Yeah, Interesting. well they probably would but you know it would definitely create that kind of barrier uh, similar to the mm. ones we have with drugs and stuff and
0: if you are able to bring in the idea that this is stealing you from your freedom Mm. bringing that why so you're you're mindful of it when you're even just before you you're you're thinking oh i'm gonna watch porn then you think oh it's gonna steal me from my freedom you're just not gonna do it Mm. it's gonna bring you back to where you want to be on this journey and i think this is something we haven't touched yet but I know Sam briefly mentioned it, but this is a journey. Mm. It's, it's it's a process that takes time. And, you know, relapses can happen. It's it's something that you need to be aware of. And there comes a point where, I mean, Sam and I are sort of there now, but we still need to be conscious of what's happening in that industry. And we need to understand that it's online. It's, it's hard to avoid. But you can do things that, you know, help. So ad blockers, unfollowing, provocative social media. I mean sex sells. So that's just what they just, throw at you in, you know,
1: social media. Just get rid so, of if you have Instagram, just just I mean, what what I do with Instagram, because I, I do like to I like to watch volleyball videos on Instagram. I have a I own I don't have it on my phone or or anything. I have it on my computer and I downloaded the add-on, you can find it's a Google Chrome extension that just makes it so you can, I can't remember what it's called, but you have like a timer on distracting websites. You put the website in there and I give myself one minute a day on Instagram. That is not enough time to find like a provocative Instagram model or even find most of the stuff I'm actually looking for when I'm on there. So <laughs> uh, when I, and I tried to change the time the other day because I had to, because I was sending myself stuff on different accounts for, uh, for the business. And Trying to disable this thing was the most like I was only doing it for work and I'll turn it straight back on at the end The thing went like why are you doing this like it was putting pop-ups all over my screen like what why are you doing? What what, what, what are you doing? This is uh, this is you, you promised you made a promise to yourself It was like guilt tripping me and it took about five minutes to go th- like okay. Yes, I still want to do it Yes, I still want to do it at one point in this made me laugh out loud it said if you press OK, it's going to set off a thermonuclear device. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> um, and so if you can get blockers like that, I will I will try and find it and put, put a link in the description for it. it, it oh, I can find the name here. It's called Stay Focused without the E for some reason. Get that because it is so good. If you can get that for all your porn websites, all the Instagram, all the Twitter, okay, you'll create that barrier just like Jack said. Yeah, 100%.
0: And James Clear mentions it once again in his book, Atomic Habits. Make the hard stuff, make the bad stuff hard to do. So if you want to quit a habit, make it really hard to do. You know, only have it on your computer. Have the password written down on, like, a a mate, and you have to go and text them to then have them send it. Uh, Just put as much resistance in the way so you go, oh, it's it's not worth doing. I I mean, mean, you've got that much time to realize, do I really want to do this? Is this stealing my freedom? Yes? Well, I'm not going to do
1: it then exactly and that's i mean i mean we could let's be honest we know so much about this we could talk for about we, we could do a whole episode on just habits that, or like literally like survival mechanisms to quit porn rather than the whole like this this episode's clearly been about like the whole mindset and that is that is probably the foundation that is extremely important in terms of like little gimmicks you can use to quit porn we could we could make a 12-hour podcast on that i mean i'm gonna i think we finish it with this one this is the last one I know it's hard. I've got so many, but, um, (laughs) Pinnacle of Man told me this one and it's not personally. I watched a video, right? And, um, what you do is if you feel like you want to watch porn and you've acknowledged that, that itch, you ring a friend or a family member and you talk to them for at least 10 minutes. And if you put the phone down and you still want to watch porn, then at that point, he says, just do it. And that tricks your brain because you're like, oh, I can just ring them and then I can do it. And you know, but usually when you ring them, you're like, oh, oh shit, there are other people in the world and I don't actually want to do this. And and you discover that 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 kind of connection and you don't want to have commodified connection once you've experienced real connection. And that, that's just another little tidbit method. I mean, there are so many, so many, and most of them work.
0: So I'm going to conclude the episode.
1: Yes, so in conclusion, yeah. don't watch porn. Um effects <laughs> yeah. Ding ding. Ding ding. Thanks, um buddy. there are the effects it have on your dopamine levels are almost as high as the effects of cocaine on your dopamine levels. That that I have to stress that that is a scientific fact. Yeah. That has been yeah. proven, okay? Mm-hmm. Um if you've tried to quit porn and failed, it's probably got a lot to do with your self-image and your surroundings. Uh, there's yeah. i mean and jack do you want to talk a bit about how, do you want to reiterate how society really affects this
0: yeah society it's it's telling you it's all right by not having enough saying it's bad mm. there are ideas that it's hard to do and mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons that you can keep failing mm. it's it's just society bringing up the idea that it's not too bad and therefore you're going to keep doing it
1: yeah um mm-hmm. if you relapse after a long time just just be so proud. Look at the amount of days you went and you were clean and just be so proud of it, okay? Just, just, just be, especially if you've come a long way from where you were before. Um. So again, for me, like I was doing like three to two, three times a day and I went a whole year and did it once, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. an insane level.
0: Just, just what a transformation. I would also recommend that if you do relapse after a long time, what, what did you learn? Why did you relapse? Mm. And from there, you can then go, okay, I relapse because of this. How can I get rid of that so I don't do it in the future?
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're good. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That, that was a, a very important episode, I feel, uh, considering that porn addiction is one of the modern curses on young men, uh, very young men, as we discussed earlier. So if you enjoyed this video, check out nextstephelp.net. Um, for one-to-one specialised coaching on porn addiction and all problems that modern young men face. Jack, anything to add? Oh, an appropriate price? for uh, Yes, for, for, for a very affordable price. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great week.